So what is consistency to you, that's up to you to answer. Some people overthink things. You need to know yourself. If you don't know yourself, you will not know what you're looking out for. This episode is brought to you by Hexamedia. Hexamedia is a full-service digital media agency that helps African non-profits and impact-driven businesses leverage tech, media, and communications for growth and impact. Visit us at hexamedia.africa. Hey guys, you're welcome back to LifeSip Podcast. It's been a minute, right? To be honest, I have missed you. <laughs> How has 2023 been for you? If you were to ask, 2023 has been a lot, but I'm thankful again for where I'm at. Um, I want to apologize for taking a quick break for personal growth. I am back and you're back to our weekly podcast. And today I bring you the amazing Emanuela Imo. And if you don't already know her, I advise you to check out on LinkedIn she's an amazing person and the founder of exam media it's um, a communication agency and she has worked with organizations as a volunteer organizations like andre sickle cell foundation hope for us charity trust africa and she's not just advancing humanity she is also an excellent non-profit communicator and a resort-oriented strategist at that so by the end of this podcast i look forward to being a good communicator a better negotiator and to learn from our words of wisdom we look forward to you enjoying our talk today thank you so much for agreeing to do this with me personally i am inspired by your work and all that you stand for i'm inspired by how you've been able to advance humanity it's just that some days i look at it and i'm like goodness how does this person do it like how does she have like the capacity or the strength to not just do it but be consistent because you can want to start something really good and you don't even have like the power to be consistent with it so this brings me to my first question are there steps known profit organizations should take when identifying potential strategic partner in something to just help them know that this is the best people to work with all right thank you so much for that question i think it's very important first of all for not just non-profits for everyone whether in the non-for-profit or for-profit business to understand that partnerships are important but also before you look out to partner with anyone all of these tips or all of these steps are very important. So to identify potential partners for nonprofits or for profit businesses, the first thing is to basically define your organization's goals and needs. So defining your goals would be what do you want to achieve with the proposed partnership or um, what are your needs? What exactly do you need from the partnership? A lot of people have the wrong mindset about partnership. They see it as um, a parasitic relationship. But partnerships is supposed to be beneficial, you know, to everyone, both parties, or more than, because sometimes it can be more than two. So before you reach out to anyone, whether organizations that are for-profit or not for-profit, you need to identify your organization's goals and your needs and be specific on it. The other step is to research the organization you're looking to work with. So in the course of reaching out for 
potential podcast partners for this Humanitarians of Africa project. One thing we're very key on was people who were sharing stories in regards to humanity or the social sector or people who were sharing stories in regards to the SDG goals of our particular winners. Do you understand? We did our research of all the people who applied to to be partners with us. Some of them we didn't accept, not because they were not doing great things, but because they were not working in line with our goal as an organization and the goals of the winners that we wanted to showcase. So researching the organizations and ensuring that you have aligned missions, goals, values is very important. Then assess their capacity, their reputation, and their resources. Some of these things are very important when it comes to working with organizations or working with individuals too. You need to know what you want, know the reputation, previous reputation that these people have had or these organizations have had and decide if you want to be linked with this because like it or not, whoever you work with as a partner is part of your organization and people would see your organization in that light that's in the light of the partner do you understand so if you are a non-profit for example you're trying to work with an organization as a partner and the organization has had bad pr before bad pr may not be good for your organization so you want to identify if that is what you really want or the individual has maybe had some very bad imaging in the press and all of that you want to identify that and be able to decide make a very informed decision about if you want to keep on working with that person or not you want to go ahead with a partnership to understand and then after that you need to have a discussion with the organization so it's not just about nursing the idea of wanting to partner with an organization it's about having to also reach out and discuss and know if both organizations can work together and can be on the same page and then evaluate if that's possible for you you know also within the discussion period so for me i think these are a few steps you can use to identify potential um, strategic partners but research is very important um identify your goals and needs are very very important so how do you identify partners that align with your values because i'm sure you are not associated with everybody you need to like first check in to see if they share the same value with you how do you identify partners that aligns with your value and what advice you give to non-profit leaders who may be hesitant or sure about diving into strategic partnership so like i said before it's very simple you research <laughs> you have to research you have to put in the work in researching the organizations that you want to work with so apart from researching you also have to know yourself as an organization or as an individual you need to know yourself if you don't know yourself you will not know what you're looking out for so know yourself do the research put in the work extensive research not surface research for me i think that's the best way to identify who exactly falls within your line of work or aligns with your goals and missions you need to research check out what their own vision is check out the work they have done in the past the sort of people they have also partnered with in the past is also very important some organizations don't do this you reach out for partnerships and then you see that people are working with organizations in the area of health and you are in the area of education and you think they will just want to work with you have you identified to see maybe this is where they have been working with and that's what aligns with their goals if you haven't done that if you're sending your own proposal as an organization that is 
in education they might not want to work with you so do your research extensive research that's basically the only way you can identify mm, thank you so much for answering that i should i should take you up on that <laughs> i really will you know that for a person like you who has partnered with numerous organizations what are the common challenges that a non-profit might encounter when forming strategic partnership and how are you able to overcome them because there'll be days when things don't go as planned so what do you do and what have you learned over the years why trying to partner with people hmm challenges always happen <laughs> challenges would always happen one very frequent challenge that for me i've also personally experienced is power imbalances so you find out that when you're coming to together in a partnership there are different individuals and different unique personalities so in as much as we are coming together as organizations there are individuals who are involved in the process and sometimes you may find out that there might be power imbalances either from the individual part or from the organization part. So for example, you find an organization that is as small as Hexamedia, which is four years. Hexamedia is four years. And you find another organization that has been running for like 10 years and we're trying to work together. And a 10-year-old organization may try to bully us because they've been in the industry for longer than we have. I don't know if you get my point. So that, that kind of situation may arise. Another situation that may arise in terms of challenges will be misaligned goals. So a lot of times when we start up partnerships, a lot of excitement comes with it with what we can do together what we can achieve you know and everything that can happen and there's this thing in nigeria we call initial gra gra <laughs> it basically means you know that initial excitement that happens when we want to kick off projects or start up new partnerships and at some point those excitements start to dwindle start to go low and everyone starts to see things from a different perspective at some point goals begin or missions begin to misalign and it's important that you have a document that sort of captures everything you wanted to do or wanted to achieve with a partnership initially. So at the beginning of your partnership, both parties should sign an MOU or an agreement, anything legal, you need to sign that. Um, so when this kind of thing starts to happen in terms of misalignment of goals, power imbalances or communication issues, that's another thing. Communication issues, when all of this starts to happen, you need to go back to the agreement that you both had before. Go back, review it and start to pull your weight in terms of what was already written there. So everyone has to fall in line with that let's let's focus on what was written in terms of what we want to achieve do you understand and then when there are communication issues everyone just has to have an honest dialogue that's it i've had personally some of the partnerships that we've tried to broker we find that everyone is excited at the first instance but then when it's time to now start delivering on the promises of the partnership parties are now slow to react or slow to deliver on the initial promises so for this kind of thing all you have to do is just keep communicating there is nothing like over communication so everyone has to be on the same page communicate and communicate and sometimes maybe silence is just key <laughs> for some sort of partnerships but communication is very important then finally legal constraints or legal complexities so in terms of this 
uh, there has to be a legal agreement in the first place before you started your partnership so if there is any issue when it comes to the legal aspect you can now bring in your lawyers and then they have to review and look at all of that but yes having an agreement and communicating is very key to solving some of those problems thank you for shedding light on that i think one of the most important questions anybody will ask about this conversation is what are the necessary steps in in fact how do you even initiate conversations with partners potential partners or potential investors i have a plan i have a proposal what do i do next you already know what to put in this proposal how to source or fish for this potential client so how do you initiate this conversation how do you um, let them see you how do you make them see you how do you help them think that you're coming in and you're becoming a value to them Hmm, okay so sometimes i i i think that some people overthink things and um they don't take the necessary steps you're supposed to take there's some things that we don't need to over deliberate on and one of such things is is something like this that you just mentioned so you have everything in place you have a plan you've identified who there isn't anything else to wait for start trying to build rapport and build contact with these people so building rapport you want to first of all get them to know you if you do not have an already established relationship with these people i think one thing that has helped us at hexa media is we sort of or i personally already had some sort of relationships with some of these people and they had relationships with other people so what do i mean for example i have a relationship with you Rosalyn, and um I see someone that I want to work with and I realize you have a relationship with this person. So it's now two ways. So I want to work with you. I simply can reach out to you and let you know about what I want to work with you on. And then we could have a professional discussion now out of friendship because there isn't friendship in business like people would always say. The other scenario will be I want to work with someone that I know is within your network. I can simply speak to you to make an introduction, you know, just make an introduction of both parties and I take it up from there. So it can be both ways. If you already have a relationship with the person, I think it makes it easier or the organization makes it easier. If you do not already have a relationship, find someone who probably has or possibly does and try and get them to set up an introduction of both parties now if there isn't anyone who is connected to anyone in terms of relationships you have to do the work yourself and doing the work would mean building rapport so on a person's social media platforms linkedin most especially if that is where they are most frequent go and start dropping very valuable comments start liking their posts and they start to take note of you that's how it starts they start to take note of you so i call it nurturing so you have to nurture that before you reach out a lot of organizations out of the blues just reach out i know yeah it happens i've done it myself sometimes but sometimes you need to just nurture if you're not already following these people go follow them start to nurture the relationships find the decision maker in the organization that's the relationship you should be nurturing because some of these organizations have social media managers or a communication manager that handles their platform so you might not be speaking with the right person find the decision maker begin to build rapport like that and after a while 
send a dm don't be afraid to do so send a dm quickly introduce yourself go straight to the point a lot of people like to dilly dally you're going around the bush without hitting a nail on the head that's very wrong go straight to the point introduce yourself this is who you are this is what you do and this is what you would like to pitch to the person or this is what you're looking for ask if the person is available to get on a short call so you can give the person much more details about what you're talking about if the person is nice the person would want to listen if the person is not nice you may need to try much more harder i don't know if you get what i mean but yes you just have to build rapport and try to get on a call with that person call not whatsapp call be as professional as possible get on a zoom call if possible have a presentation ready um, if you don't, have your pitch ready to speak to the person and tell the person what you want in clear terms without using so many ambiguous language. You don't need that. So for me, I think, yes, that's like the next step to initiating your partnership if you already have everything in place. I think I would want to network more and be more open to reaching out to people and telling them what I want. Thank you for that. Let's talk about Exam Media a bit. What do you do at Exam Media? Has it been, has the journey been working as a non-profit organization in communication? Has it been for you? What are your highlights? What do you enjoy most in this journey? What are your struggles? Let's let's hear a little about you and how you started. What, what are the reasons behind why you started? So many questions in one. <laughs> I'm just taking one step at a time. So about Hexam Media. Hexam Media Africa is a communications agency where we help African nonprofit organizations and social enterprises to leverage tech, digital media and communications for growth. So growth for us would mean more funding, more access to opportunities and resources. So we do this through full media uh, representation of all founders. We also do this through capacity building programs. We also do this through our services that we offer. We offer digital marketing services, communication consulting. We also do media planning, event planning, online fundraising, campaign planning, and all the works of it. So why did I start? I started out of experience and also um, wanting to help people. So I used to run my own nonprofit organization, two of them, in 2016. and when i had to leave nigeria to go for my masters and later my phd program i couldn't go on with the work because i didn't have proper structure i studied communications for my masters and i'm currently doing communications also for my phd so in the course of that i had to do a lot of research and i was sort of looking for opportunities within the communication sector for non-profits and i found that actually there can be solutions to some of the problems I began to identify and some of the problems I already went through for African organizations, especially having to tell their stories selflessly and also communicate properly to be able to solve the trust issue because there is a very huge trust issue that hinders the work and the growth of organizations in Africa. So I decided to use communications to solve some of those problems. So that was basically how I started or why I started. We started in 2018 but i have been doing whole non-profit work before then you know my father happens to have a 
32-year-old um, faith-based organization, which I think I learned some sort of some things, some sort of experience from. We started then as Ella Communications, and I just started afraid, started with a very small vision. And as we continue to grow at about two years plus, the vision expanded and we rebranded to Hexa Media Africa. Some of the challenges would be, I think the major challenge for us is having to work with Africans, African founders who have a do it for me mentality, a dependent mentality. Uh, there is a word they call it. I can't remember the word they call it right now, but they just expect that everything should be done for them for free because they are non-profit organizations. So they do not want to acquire more knowledge. They do not want to expand on what they have already built on and they do not want to tell their stories. They just want everything done for them, basically. That mentality sort of when we first started was very, very deep and ingrained in the in the minds of these people so we had to start with trying to change their mindset first off and clean up their minds for them to see things from a different perspective and we did this through our capacity building programs and we're still doing it heavily another issue was the limited resources and limited education available to these founders so a lot of them were ignorant of the opportunities they were not interested they were comfortable with the level at which they were at they also were not tech inclined so we had to start building that which is something we are still even building a lot of things we're doing right now we're still building we haven't even celebrated five years yet so we're still at the building phase of everything that we're doing do you understand yeah for me those were like the very huge problems that we noticed access to education in terms of what's possible communications and tech for non-profits and social enterprises also the entitlement mentality uh and then the ignorance that they also have our plans moving forward we're looking to launch a lot of new things we're looking to solve a lot of problems leveraging tech and digital media for african organizations we're also looking to expand on our services and reach more organizations across africa currently we've reached about 5,000 in the last three years plus and we're looking to reach more organizations and do much more um, and celebrate more organizations most especially through our humanitarians of africa awards tell more stories through the humanitarians of africa series and yeah, I think that's a summary of who we are, what we do, some challenges and what we're looking to achieve in the coming years. It's been very insightful speaking with you. I have learned a lot and I personally am struggling with being consistent. <laughs> so do you mind sharing some tips on how you've been able to stay consistent over the years because i know that consistency is what has brought you here for a person who has a lot on her plate and she's still showing up how do you do it i have a lot on my plate but maybe not as much or something but how do you show up every day whether it's good or not are there tips you would like to share don't worry you're not sharing to everyone you're sharing just to me nobody's going to hear of it <laughs> i mean that was a joke but how do you like handle being consistent <laughs> um so i find that a lot of people ask me this question and i've had a lot of um, podcast features recently and it's one question everybody wants to know or one answer that everyone is looking for <laughs> so consistency how have i remained consistent first of all i would say it's god everyone i'm sure will be expecting me to say that um for god is the factor that everyone or anyone cannot ultimately erase from whatever work that they do so god has been 
the source of my strength because even times when me myself i'm like we can't do this i find that i'm still in the process i'm still doing it i just find strength to keep going apart from that uh i would say consistency you determine what consistency means or what consistency is so consistency is dependent on you and not dependent on anyone so what is consistency to you that's up to you to answer some people believe consistency is showing up every day morning night 365 days of the year it doesn't work like that consistency can be showing up three times a week and you stick on that routine so consistency is the routine you set for yourself not the routine set by someone else for you so you need to determine what consistency is and stay there one other thing that has helped me to remain consistent is the people i work for and work with so work for the target audience i'm working with you know in the industry that we are in there are not a lot of us doing what i'm doing and every day i see people reach out to me and say ella well done well done to you and your team because of the work that you have done we have achieved this and that we have reached this height we have done that we have done this and those words really mean a lot to me and they inspire me to keep going because these people if we are not giving the services or giving the capacity building trainings that we do they may not really be able to get it from anywhere else because they are very little of us that have the knowledge that i have or my team has to share so if we don't do it where else do they get it from do you understand my point so for me that's another thing that keeps me going the people i work with some of them are on salaries some of them are not they are volunteers they are interns um volunteers want to learn they have a heart for the work um but they don't have the capacity to do the work yet so they just want to give their service interns same thing some of them want to learn they want to do something similar and they want to build capacity so all of these people look up to me the people who are on salaries look up to me too so for me it's like i can't let these people down do you understand there is still a lot to be done and that also pushes me to to keep going in terms of consistency and yeah like you said whether it's good or it's bad um there are some days we have it bad there are sometimes we have it real good um there are sometimes we get so much bad feedback not necessarily because we're not doing a, a great work but because people do not yet understand some people do not yet understand what we're doing and when this kind of feedback comes it's heartbreaking and then we get to explain to them and they get to you know be on the same page and see from our perspective and things get better so for me it's not about how long it's about how well the lives we're able to touch the impact we're able to make and also yes the money we're able to make that keeps the work going because without the money aspect of it the work can keep going we won't be able to pay the salaries of people that i work with so consistency in summary is god it's you dependent on what you decide or what you what you deem fit to be consistency and also the passion and the drive you have for the people around you and people you work for that's that's what has really kept me going and i have a deep passion for the work i have a very big vision big dream <laughs> and that dream keeps me going really so yeah <laughs> i am excited to connect with you and learn from your own perspective i look forward to connecting with you on a deeper level Thank you so much for the opportunity to do this with you and i look forward to all that extra media has in store for us i look forward to seeing you do even bigger things and i'll take your advice on defining what consistency is for me <laughs> thank you so much keep up the good work keep doing what you're, you've been doing we don't take you for granted we are
appreciate you. We are thankful. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Happy to have shared my thoughts on partnership. And I look forward to working with everyone that is interested in working with us. To learn more about Hexa Media, you can reach out to us on www.hexamedia.africa or you can check out all social media platforms. We're right there, Hexa Media Africa. You can reach out to us there. We have a lot of freebies on our YouTube channel. We have a lot of capacity building programs for non-profit founders and social enterprise leaders just like you listening to me right now. Happy to connect with any of you. I'm on LinkedIn also as Emanuela Imo and I look forward to working with you all. Thank you so much. I hope you had an amazing time just like I did. If you're not following our social platform, please follow us on Jethro Fogram and Jethro is spelled J-E-T-H-R-O-G-R-A-M. However, if you ever need to send a mail, please check our bio. Our email is always, always, always there. Or check the bio of this audio. I love you. I'll see you next week. <laughs>